We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 206. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is the Wild Wacky Weather Week edition. This is Mother Nature decided to throw all the types of weather into one week. My word. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're going to, I mean, this whole first A block here, we're going to talk a lot about that. But before we do that, let's talk about last week. Uh, Last podcast, we were talking about a winter storm uh, going to braise us. Uh, It it was kind of a nothing burger for us. I mean, if, if you talk big. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of what we expected, we, though. We got a few flurries, and that was the end of it. Yeah, but they canceled school, right? They yeah. they let them out early. They were cautious. Because okay. it was supposed to hit right when the buses were running, they let them out early. It did do what it was supposed to do when the buses were running, Yeah, and then it stopped. Now, were we under winter weather advisory? Yeah. I, I yeah. can't remember. I think that was their well, main decision maker. You know, <laughs> most winters, these past winters... It's rare that we would get a winter weather advisory, but for some reason, starting last year, we're getting more winter storm type stuff, mm-hmm. which is great. I mean, we got some snow. We got quite a bit of snow. And matter of fact, the snow that was a couple of weeks ago, I still see it. You know, if, if it was piled up, I still see it trying to melt now. And we've had like 60, 70 degree days. We went walking one day last week, Thursday or Friday. I don't remember which day it was. Um, but there was still like piles of snow in certain places, like where people oh, yeah. had like shoveled it and piled yeah, it, it into piled a pile up, yeah. and then it was sitting in the shade. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there was still snow set and it was nice out that day. Like it was a warm day. We didn't have to wear coats or anything, but there was still plenty of snow. And that was from two weeks ago because last week we didn't get any yeah. accumulation. <laughs> well, the guy across the street, uh, my buddy Daryl, he's a great guy. He, he's the one that built the uh, little ramp that comes up uh, on, on my on house. Porch. Yeah, on the porch, yeah. I mean, he's a great guy. He helped me put my mailbox in because my mailbox just fell off. <laughs> and it was a long story. But his front of his house faces the north. And so the sun in the winter never gets to his driveway or his front yard. So he's out there always before a winter storm throwing salt melt and stuff on there. I mean, and, and I think, I didn't look today, but he had... A little bit of snow, <laughs> like yesterday or something. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm talking minuscule because it's. We used to have a certain side of our house when we lived in a different house. Yeah. That, yeah, the snow always just kind of hung out there, and it, that it never side. really got some direct sun. So had to be north side. Yeah. We just had snow there for a long time. Uh, yeah, but my uh, front door faces the south, so I mean, I got, I got lucky on this one. Uh, so, yeah, and then we've been having these, okay, we get these little knocks, a winter, 
And then, bam, we're back up. Uh, what was the high today? What, Corey, what, 65? It was uh, nice out today. It was at least 66. Oh, my uh, God. Let me, let me bring up ambient weather here. Yes. And we got up to 66.9, so 67 degrees. Wow. Yeah. Now, I got to tell you, it's kind of a funny story. Uh, because it's warm, and I've been locked up in here, I thought, I called my buddy Phil. It's like, we are going to play disc golf. Well, the wind's blowing at like, you know, 85 miles an hour. So <laughs> so it was quite, I mean, not literally. It was blowing at least 20. I was surprised we didn't get a wind advisory out of it. There was in Oklahoma. Oh, okay. We got a wind gust of almost 30 miles per hour. Wow. Yeah. But that's too windy to play disc golf. Uh, it, it kind of is. I mean, the thing about where we went is Eisterman, which is Don Gartner near the... Mm-hmm plant the sewer is it the sewer plant rendering whatever mm-hmm. that plant is down there a uh, nice little golf course but there's a big hill to the west that kind of shields a lot of wind and i tell you when you throw that disc and it goes like this it's like oh it kind of, which i'm you can't see on the podcast but it's bouncing up and down and riding the winds like, you can't aim very well no <laughs> tomorrow's probably about the same and warmer right yeah 70 are, are we'll we see. past 70? I mean, it was 71. Yeah, saying 70 right now, so we'll wow. see. Wow, and lots of wind. Well, that's going to lead us into uh, the next thing I want to talk about, which is a severe event. Uh, we got two things going on this week. Now, uh, I'm going to let Corey really talk about the models in the model minute, but to an overview, um, we're in a slight risk. For Monday night into Tuesday, which is kind of odd because it's overnight, and usually you don't get that much instability overnight. But yeah, well, it's going to be warm. Yeah, I mean they are talking I about, think, like, and there's a little bit of wind shear. Yeah, that's one thing I did notice. Like there is a ton of wind shear, but not that much instability. Five hundred joules per kilogram is it's. I mean it's there, but I've seen it where it's four or five thousand. You know. Yeah, but I mean. But when you've got that much lift, when you have the, the wind shear, you don't need a, a whole lot of instability. I mean, it, it can get going. Oh gosh, yes, okay. and and that's what we're we're uh, concerned about. Um, yeah, instability aloft. Uh, well, no instability at the surface and strong shear aloft. So if you got a lot of shear, that's going to make the potential for the atmosphere to want to twist. And what we mean by wind shear is winds going different directions with height. So if you go up like 2,000 feet, they may winds may be really strong from the south. If you go up to 5,000 or 6,000 feet, maybe they're like from the west-southwest. And you go up even higher than that, maybe they're from the northwest. So it's like different directions. And if you get a thunderstorm, which that's what they're saying, a little instability, 500... You get a cell that's going to go up on that wind shear, you're going to have the propensity. It might twist. Well, they're talking initially the storms are going to be way up there. They're not going to be surface-based. Maybe a little later on they're going to become surface-based. But, you know, they issued a corrected day two today. Oh, uh, really? At about, let's see, 3 o'clock. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. And uh, they corrected it for uh, thunderstorm uh, line grouping. They're they're mentioning... uh, some spin-ups possibly in a line. Oh. So. Okay, yeah. so they initially do it like a well, n- noon or 11:30 or noon. Yeah. So, okay, so they did it like a little correction up. Okay. Correct. Yeah, well, I got a I see I get all the outlooks 
as soon as they're issued, boom, it I goes love to my it. watch. I love it. So I thought, well, that's odd. Another day, too? Why? Why do they do that? And I couldn't figure it out. And then it finally said, oh, this one's corrected. Okay. So, well, last week they did two-day threes, and they yeah. never do two-day threes. Yeah, and I didn't see a correction on that one. They just That was weird. That's weird. Yeah, on, on a day three. Now, what we talk about, the Storm Prediction Center, um, it actually goes out day one through day eight. And it's rare that you see something day six and seven and eight. But if they really got their eye on something, especially in the spring, you know, they'll kind of plot an area of, of concern and then... On day five or six, maybe seven. We've had that in seven before. Uh, but when you get to day three, they update it once a day. Uh, they up, Initially, it's updated at 2.30 a.m., and then they won't update it again until 2.30 a.m. the next day. But that, but last week, they, something happened, and they did an, an initial update. Maybe it was the weekend crew? I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. but it actually changed. It wasn't a correction. They, it it they, cha- Yeah. And that that I like it that they did that. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I agree. Then I, I love I love updates. Oh, I do too. That's my favorite. I get to make a little headline. Post. I mean, I don't have to hit when they go to my watch. As soon as they hit send, I don't have to hit refresh, 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 refresh every time it's time for <laughs> like a new I update. do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Corey says, "Hey, we got we got like a you know, a flood watch coming out. We got this coming." Sometimes like, they're late. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. So I sit there, you know, and, and, and on Apple, it's it's Command R. I guess on uh, PC, it's like Control R or something, which refreshes the page. So I'm sitting here, my R key doesn't even have an R on it anymore. It's just because I keep hitting it. And then about five Ooh. or ten minutes later, <laughs> you know, then it comes down. Or or uh, I'll tell Corey I'm waiting on a graphic because I'll pre-post something because I want to be on it. And then finally a graphic will come out. Um so anyway, that's the severe event. Now that is Tuesday night. No, Monday night into Tuesday, right? Monday yeah. night into Tuesday. Into Tuesday. And we're talking maybe some heavy rain after midnight. That's why they issued that flood watch. We got that flood watch, right? For uh, Springfield issued it for Southern Missouri. Then just a few minutes later, Little Rock issued for Northwest Arkansas. As oh. I was making the Southwest Missouri post, so I just put them all together here. Oh, that's great. And one to two inches of rain possible late Monday into Tuesday morning. Localized heavier amounts will be possible. So we'll see now, Rando. Mm-hmm. I noticed something today. Uh, tonight. It's an oak. Okay. Twenty minutes ago. Oh. Your uh, your drain in your driveway needs cleaned out. Yeah, it does. You better. Get, <laughs> I would get on that like, yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, I, no water is going to drain into that thing. No, it's all going to run down. Yeah, I, and you know, I went out and played disc golf, and I came home, and I looked at it and went, you know, I got leaves and crap covering my drain. Uh, I'll do it tomorrow. Now, now, most of the day, Monday is going to be fine. So yeah. I'm going to go to Springfield, hang out with my mother, uh, her one of her best friends, and her, and her best friend's husband recently had a birthday, so I made a big double-decker chocolate cake for them. So I want to go and like, deliver that. And I thought, okay. You didn't make me a chocolate cake You did not request birthday. one. I didn't know I had to request one. Well, no, duh, made, I can't read you your mind. You made her something. You did. You made her something. I think I, that was, was your birthday. What? No. That was your birthday. I don't remember. Oh, really? No. Uh. Just ask me. I made three things. You had a couple of my dinner rolls. Yes. I ate some dinner rolls, <laughs> and I have a loaf of bread to take home. Yeah. I Rando asked likes to bake. I we love, love, we love bread. I'm a bread eater. I bought oh, some tomato basil bread today. Ooh. There's a place in Harrison called Neighbor Neighbor's Mill. Neighbor's Mill. And uh it's a it's a cafe or a restaurant, but they bake all their bread there. Mm. Well, Country Mart, they bring it up to Country Mart three times a week and they sell it at Country Mart. Tomato oh. basil bread. 
So, so good. good. We had BLTs on it today. Uh, mm. Melt your mouth. It was mouth. like spring. It was a spring well, meal. W- without the yeah. tea. It was like a summer meal. I can do it without the tea. Well, I don't put the tea on. Yeah, I, I'm not a tea person. <laughs> I added the tea, but they're not as good as t- the teas that I grow. Yeah, you mine's grow a, teas. Mine's a BL. <laughs> I started growing my teas early. <laughs> a little bit of mayo. I'm going to have to get yeah. some teas to, to put in the ground or put in my pots. Within the next well, you know, we're getting to that point. So. I mean, meteorological just, spring. Garen just texted me. Uh oh, what's Garen he saying? He says, I have a question for Stormdar. Oh, okay. So, quite, we like questions. Are we going to get out of school this week? <laughs> I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Uh, Wednesday, maybe Thursday. Yeah, not. Mm, Wednesday, and maybe Thursday, I'm probably sure yes. And oh, that leads us to the next thing. So, thank you, Garen. <laughs> Does Garen listen to the podcast? Yeah, sometimes. Okay, well, he needs to because he... I'll make him listen. Yeah, make him, at least to the first part. But And since he's listening, Garen, I need to teach you how to make this bread. I made a loaf of bread. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's super easy, and your mother would love you even more if your mother could even love you more. I don't know if that's possible. It well, does. Garen, if you made her bread... Well, then I texted him. I said, it's looking like yes. And he says, are you lying? I well, said, nope. And no. He goes, well, we'll see. I'm calling Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday and Thursday? Okay. I'm, yeah. Okay, if I were betting, and he doesn't have to go betting. to school Tuesday because we're going. Yeah, to we have to go to a Oklahoma funeral for a funeral. Oh, so. right. So he's definitely missing. He's definitely getting out of school Tuesday. I'm not <laughs> lying. You're definitely going to miss a day of school. Well, I, I I was thinking the way they're talking about it. I mean, if they want to preempt, then yeah, they'd probably cancel Wednesday. But what I'm guessing is they may do a half day. Like yeah, they, like and depending on what the models show and what time it's going to start. Yeah, spring They'll try to, to get in as many days as they can. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, because if, if they don't, then they're going to end up, I mean, if they do AM, ATM, wait, is it? No, that's that's a bank thing, isn't H- it? AMI. <laughs> I was what? like, now you threw me. <laughs> AMI, alternative method of instruction. Like a- AIM, AIM, I don't know. <laughs> now, Forsyth. Uh, which you know is in our area, of course. They do four-day school weeks. Oh, they do. So they don't have school on Monday. So, so they won't have school tomorrow. And then if we end up missing, you know, and I think, I think I have a, I know a teacher that that's there. I think she said they've used up all their AMI days. Oh, oh, oh! You, they only have a. The a state select. of Missouri only allows six. us. Okay, so here's the thing. Six? There's a oh. debate on this. She thought six as well. And they sent out a notice because they've used five. They thought they had one more. And the school board sent out a notice that says, no, we read it wrong. It's only five. Hmm? I was like, I swear. We well, have- last year it was six because we had six. I know. And I said, the school sent out a notice that says she was ours did too. She goes, we sent out the notice that we had six days. But she goes, when they looked into it, because it's a certain amount of hours is what it is. It's you can only use this many hours of AMI. And she goes, that equals five days. It was the amount of hours. It was stupid. thirty some. It was thirty some hours. Thirty five hours, I think. Whatever. So that's that's only five days. My best friend in Springfield works for the government, and if there's bad weather coming, he has a, com- a government computer he can take home, and they make him work at home. Even, right. They don't have to come in, and it's there's no limit. It's just whatever the boss says. Like, well, well you right. need to do but this. But for or, schools, yeah, for schools. I mean, if you're getting, they're the, not the getting teaching, the same. They're not. Oh, they're getting, uh, you know, 30 to 45 minutes per day of some kind of online instruction, but they're not. So it's not an all day thing. No, no, no. no, Oh, see, I don't know AMI. Like, no, like our kids had to log on like three times per day and they were on for maybe 15, 20 minutes at a time. Oh, that's not. And they only do like, okay, if it's an even day, they do, 
you know, like this hour. Like right, high school right. and junior high, they have hours. Mm-hmm. So if it's an even day, you do these hours. If it's an odd day, you do these hours. So right. Okay. Well. Yeah. So anyway, I learned that this week that it's it's actually only five, and Branson has used four. So we got one left. So what happens after that? I mean, then we have to start making start them up. Adding, adding like back the in end. the day, you had to just make them up. Now, isn't President's Day tomorrow? Yes. So there's no Washington's birthday. But we're well, already uh, yeah. making that day up from. Yeah. Oh, so that's Previous. already we would have had tomorrow day. off, but we're making that day up that's tomorrow. That's already a makeup day. It's a built-in snow day. It's like day. a built-in snow day because it's a holiday, and if they wasn't we get on the a schedule snow day, oh. until we had a snow day, and then they added it back. And to then the they schedule. had just snow. Okay, wow. But if, after so we go tomorrow, we should be made up of all snow days. Okay, because of even. all the rest are AMI days until right. Wednesday <laughs> or Thursday. Well, let's get a little bit into uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Um, okay, so. What we just talked about was a severe heavy rain potential event. It's coming in Monday night into Tuesday, and then we're that's all going to move out. That's going to be a quick hitter. So about noon, it's going to move out. Then we're going to get a break. So Tuesday afternoon and Tuesday evening and Wednesday morning is going to be a break. Now, these are two separate systems, okay? So once this, this main severe system, which is going through Arkansas— that's just going to traipse through Arkansas and go on to the east. Now, in the meantime, we're going to get a break in the action, but there is a cold front coming down. And what the cold front is going to do is drop those temperatures. So when we have the drop temperatures, now the next system is coming in, and we've suddenly gone from spring back to winter. So what's going to happen is a Duke's mixture. <laughs> I had to look up Duke's mixture to see if Duke's was actually a weird word. No, it's D-U-K-E, apostrophe S, Duke's mixture. Uh, it's a big question where the freezing line is going to set up. We're going to let Corey say that in the next segment. Uh, but it looks like more and more it's going to be a major event. We are not looking forward to that. I mean, I can handle sleet, you know. We've I think, talked about I think this. mostly it's what we'll have. Yeah, I mean, now, okay. That's all we can hope for, right? Right. Now, I have to back up because um, I think I mentioned earlier this severe thing. We're now in a slight risk. We were not in a slight risk. And I did the model parade yesterday or early this morning or something, and the GFS was pushing this one system. Now, granted, this is a different system than we're talking about Wednesday, but kept pushing it more to the north, and that's the reason that we're in a slight risk. My question is, on Wednesday, if the Wednesday system gets pushed more to the north, we might be in the freezing rain line. So, I don't know. I want to talk about that in a minute. Let's get to the uh, climate outlook. I want to talk about the climate. Over the next three weeks, they're saying maybe cooler? Oh, ooh, and I have something. Here, you talk. I need to, I need to go get something off this computer. Okay. What are you going to go get? Well, no, you you talk while I go get it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about what oh, you're going to go oh, get. Okay, okay. I, I can th- say something random that has nothing to do with the weather. Okay, because you know I what? can. Exp- I mean, I can talk about what you were just talking about. If that's what you're not going to. Were you going to talk about that? Well, about the climate. Yeah, okay. I was going to talk about the climate. I tell you what. While I go get it, why don't we turn Corey loose on the next segment? Model minute. Model minute. 
What do they say? It's the model minute. Now, okay, so now I'm going to toss it to you while I go get what I was talking about earlier. So, Corey, what is the model minute? Well, this is where we need a dartboard. <laughs> and on that dartboard, we need to put all the different models on it, and we need to throw the dart, and whatever dart the mo- whatever model that dart lands on is the model, the model we go with. Because right. they are a little different, you know. You don't want them to be that different, but they are. But it's kind of aggravating, you know. Uh, let's start with the GFS, which is the American model. Uh, it's gonna, it's bringing in some uh, some showers and thunderstorms. I heard something beep in my ear. Well, I'm trying to get that thing I'm talking about. Let's go on, go on. Bringing go on. in some showers and thunderstorms, but not till you know, ten o'clock tomorrow evening. So you're talking late. Picking up after midnight. Yeah, this is an overnighter. So it is an overnighter. Then it that, that all clears out. But then uh, Wednesday, early Wednesday morning, the GFS has, uh, well, no, by noon, it starts moving into northwest Arkansas. And this is purple, so purple indicates what I think is a mixture or sleet. Yeah, we like purple. I yeah. like purple. I do, not, I do not like red. So this is uh, by Wednesday at 3 p.m., there's purple all over southwest Missouri, which would be a very heavy purple over Branson, right over Branson. But uh, so that's that's by the time they would be getting out of school on Wednesday. That's why I said that. that okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. And, and it's going to come in a couple rounds, actually. So that initial round of sleet pushes out on the GFS. And another round comes in Thursday, 6 a.m., more heavy sleet. And uh, possibly some snow showers before it pushes out of here by 9 o'clock on Thursday evening. Okay, now let, let me back up. You're talking about two waves, actually. Like yeah. Wednesday into Thursday, then, then something else coming in? It's just like two rounds. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. yeah We're right rounds. in that battle zone. Which which has been the norm for these winter storms. They come in multiple rounds lately. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so it could get dicey. This is according to the GFS. Okay. And uh, one of the main models that we rely on. And we were looking at something on the 27th just last night, and it's you noticed, gone. Okay. You mentioned that, and I'm like, eh, let's see. It's it, gone. Okay. It's gone. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, what happens when you do longer. Right. All right. Another little piece of precipitation possible on, the, on March 1st. Meteorological spring. Yes. I, that's, I love that word. But, uh, <laughs> And then something interesting coming through towards uh, March seventh. Oh, some now, stormage maybe. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Well, that's the good model, the GFS. That's the. Uh oh. That's the good one. Let's, let's switch over to the uh, European model, which is actually pretty accurate. Which is very accurate. And this is the latest run of the European. Okay. Ooh. And uh, same time frame. I'm gonna zoom on to tomorrow night. Around has rain starting around midnight here in Branson tomorrow night, tomorrow night, into okay. Tuesday morning, and uh, you know, heavy, heavy rain, maybe some stormage that clears out by I mean, Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday at oh, noon, oh, it's gonna should, linger through Tuesday at noon, should be out of here onto right. our east 12 to 12, basically. Okay, yeah, yeah, it pushes on to the east, and then we're into uh, Wednesday. I'm looking at time. Wednesday at noon, yeah. it starts to get interesting. Noon, okay. Uh, and then it just explodes by 3 o'clock. 
And what's not nice about this is it is not the color purple. It is bright and deep reds right over southwest Missouri. just explodes over us. Now, north of I-44, right along I-44, maybe a little to the north of that, there's a little band of sleet, and then north of that is snow. Snow's good. Huge area of ice on the European model. The ECMWF. Mm-hmm. Now, let me see if they have two waves on this one. Let's see. There's the one initial wave of ice. And honestly, I can't. This this model does not go as far because okay. I subscribe. We subscribe to uh, this model updates in its entirety every six hours. But I get an interim update every three hours. And that every oh. three hour update doesn't go as far. That's like the icon. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because sometimes I can get one at 180. But let's look at the uh, yep. the longer one here. Of the, yeah. That scares of the European. me. Let's see if they're. Yeah. European. I like the European. Let's see too. if they're giving us two waves. There's there's that ice wave. That's scary right there. European. I, I mean, the Canadian's saying the same thing. I'm just going to show you something scary. I know they can't right. see it in podcast land, but uh, here's that first initial wave. Oh. Oh. No, that's south of us. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I, that's oh, us. That's south us. of us. It moves right over us. See oh, that, but it doesn't last long. Is that ever, is that a three-hour? It's a three-hour, every three hours. Oh, okay. Well, that means it's going to last like three or four hours and it's then still go very away. Ugly. And there's another Oh, and then wave. another wave. Oh. They do have a second wave on there, too. Oh, but I'm, what, I'm, what I'm seeing on the second wave is maybe an influx of warmer air. Because it starts and then it, it turns green. Because Springfield's in the red on that second wave. Because the, the the Canadian was really socking in earlier today, okay, and then nothing on the well flurries on the seventh or whatever. A little something on the twenty seventh coming through flurries. Oh yeah, which yeah. is what I was seeing yesterday on the GFS. But it well, I is think gone. The, the Canadian does not d- update except twice a day, doesn't it? I think I think it Seems updates like twice it. a day. What's the runs here? I can I can check on. Uh, but uh, the, that's your model minute. Uh, it's definitely gonna. It's definitely going to be sloppy out there. Yeah, I mean, let let's just hope for snow. Let's, just, I mean, hope for snow or sleet. Sleet is about the best we can do. It really is, and people people say, "Well, that's ice." No, it's not at all. It doesn't and I, stick to anything, right? I the sleet is like hail. You can get traction on on that. It does not stick to the power lines. Now, if you get enough, it does pile up. It pile, yeah, and piles then if up. anything falls on top of that sleet, it can be pretty slick uh, yeah but, but but freezing rain is what we do not like because, but let me tell you this okay we've had lots of snow and sleet events this year and the european model never put that much red over us before yeah i know this, this winter i know so Which, take it for as you know for what it it's is worth. what it is yeah i mean uh yeah, now I use tropical tidbits now, uh, and sometimes pivotal. I mean, there, there's tons of, of weather models out there. They all say the same thing, okay? Because all of them get the actual model when you when you go there. So it's like I'm not the tropical tidbits is not going to count contradict what Corey is seeing on pivot pivotal because that's what it is, you know. And I'm seeing lots of purple, uh, but I also am seeing the up. Yeah, it only updates Canadian only updates twice a day. So, that's it. Ooh. My goodness. 
it, it's nasty. Um, also, what I saw, I, I thought, okay, since that climate is saying it, it's possibly going to be a little cooler than average for the next three weeks, I thought I would go and see what that average high and low is. Okay. Today, February 20th, Sunday, February 20th, that's when we're recording this, the average high for Springfield, I have on the outline Branson, but technically it's Springfield, 51 degrees for a high and 29 degrees for a low. So what I always say, what? You're, like, you're going to say something. So it could be in the 30s and it would be way below average on the map. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, I mean, we are more south than Springfield, so it's like, eh, add a degree or two to that. I always say that. Uh, maybe 52 for a high, maybe 30. But still, you know, so if we're going to get a little cooler than average, then we're going to get highs in the 30s and 40s and lows down there in the 20s. So that's going to play a big role. But, but this is the outlook for, was it, the eight day or something, I can't remember. Uh, they were, no, they were talking about like the the next three weeks. That uh, actually let me okay. Well, well, the graphic I saw, yeah, it did have us in the colder, but it also had us in the drier. Oh yeah, that yeah in drier. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'm glad you remember that because I almost forgot. Uh, this is the climate report. Uh, some of this is not going to make sense, so I'm going to try to explain it as we go along here. This is from the National Weather Service Springfield. Uh, actually, at the at the overnight last night, uh, AFD the AFD area forecast discussion updates twice a day, usually around three o'clock a.m. or three o'clock p.m. Uh, but this was the the three thirty two a.m. <clears throat> so I'm just going to read verbatim what it says and then i will try to explain anything that gets weird so sheriff you don't understand something say what's that mean and then i'll try to explain it i never know what you're saying okay so Corey, if you don't understand Corey's gonna understand okay he's gonna understand <laughs> all right so what I it says understand is, what you said for the last 10 minutes no that's fine go play your game you're got you're fine play so. a game i'm finding interesting facts oh that's right because you got that okay Verbatim, when it says, looking past the coming week's forecast for the region, some of the teleconnections point to the continuation of cooler weather. Current indication and the forecast from the Climate Prediction Center lead the temperature forecast towards cooler than normal temperatures for the last week of February into the first week of March. This is supported by a well-defined positive NAO, which that means NAO stands for North American Oscillation. Uh, a brief ex- explanation of that. El Nino is a southern oscillation. ENSO, E-N-S-O stands for El Nino Southern Oscillation. It's, a wet, it's, a, it's an air pattern. So when you have, that's only one pattern that we look at. That's an oscillation that, that happens. I've talked about the PDO, which is a Pacific North, uh, North American uh, oscillation and the uh, no, but, oh, what's PNA? Shoot. Anyway, NAO stands for North American Oscillation, and that's usually over the Atlantic. The PNA is over the the uh, Alaskan area. Anyway, all those things, those oscillations with the with the air currents, kind of drive our weather. So that's what we need. So anyway, if you you, you can look this up, I suggest Google it. It's all over the place. So let me back up. This is supported by a well-defined positive NAO, North American Oscillation, pattern, which can indicate cooler and drier conditions for the Ozarks region. So they're saying the positive NAO is going to affect us here in the Ozarks. Uh, 
a positive PNA. Oh, pol- polar north. Well, shoot, I'm going to have to look that up. At the, remind me at the weather school. Uh, a positive PNA does show up early in March, which may aid in moderating the cooler temperatures of the NAO to allow for more seasonable conditions. So, in other words, the NAO is going to say something, and the PNA is going to say something else that may work out for mid-March being closer to normal. How about that for some weather talk? Awesome. Yeah, okay. Uh, it says the week three to four, week three to four forecast, March 5th through March 18th does show this with a moderated near normal temperature, but the moderating effect of the positive PNA pattern may bring an increased chance for precipitation to this time frame as well. Now, this is from Springfield. So when, they, when they're talking about this, they're talking about how it's going to affect us. So best thing to do while it's on my mind, let's get to the weather school now, and I'll look more... Uh, this up during the weather school. So the weather school this week, since we are under a flood watch again, let's talk about flooding, uh, the types of flooding. And uh, I did not listen to this. I think, now correct me, Corey, I think they have taken away the flash flood, right? Or is that still in debate? (sighs) No, it's, we haven't had a flash flood warning all year. Or all yeah, this or year. watch, or yeah, it, what, flash, warning or watch. Well, we've had flash flood warnings, but we won't have flash flood, flood watches. watches. Yeah, we just have flood watches now. Right. Yeah. So I may need to update this. I'll listen to this uh, later, and if I need to update it, I will because it's all changing. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. The National Weather Service has just issued a flood warning. What exactly does that mean? A flood is an overflow of water that submerges land that is usually dry. In the sense of flowing water, the word may also be applied to the inflow of the tide. Floods are an area of study in the discipline hydrology and are of significant concern in agriculture, civil engineering, and public health. Flooding may occur as an overflow of water from water bodies, such as a river, lake, or ocean, in which the water overtops or breaks levees, resulting in some of that water escaping its usual boundaries. Or it may occur due to an accumulation of rainwater on saturated ground in an aerial flood. While the size of a lake or other body of water will vary with seasonal changes in precipitation and snowmelt, these changes in size are unlikely to be considered significant unless they flood property or drown domestic animals. Floods can also occur in rivers when the flow rate exceeds the capacity of the river channel, particularly at bends in the waterway. Floods also cause damage to homes and businesses if they are in the natural flood plains of the rivers. There is some confusion on the different types of flood products used by the National Weather Service, so let's go over a few of these products and their definitions. First, the flash flood. A flash flood is defined as a sudden, 
local flood, typically due to heavy rain. A flash flood warning is issued for flooding that normally occurs within six hours of heavy or intense rainfall. This results in small creeks and streams quickly rising out of their banks. Dangerous flooding in areas near these creeks and streams, as well as low-lying flood-prone areas, develops quickly and is a significant threat to life and or property. Next is the flood. A flood is defined as a rising and overflowing of a body of water, especially onto normally dry land. A flood warning or an aerial flood warning is normally issued for flooding that develops more gradually, usually from prolonged and persistent moderate to heavy rainfall. This results in a gradual ponding or buildup of water in low-lying, flood-prone areas, as well as small creeks and streams. The flooding normally occurs more than six hours after the initial rain begins and may cover a very large area. However, even though this type of flooding develops more slowly than flash flooding, it can still be a threat to life or property. Next is the flood advisory. A flood advisory is issued when flooding that is not considered a significant threat to life or property is expected or occurring. This usually deals with nuisance flooding problems such as flooding in low-lying areas and areas of poor drainage as well as minor flooding of streets and roadways. This type of flooding causes some inconvenience, but is not generally considered a significant threat to life or property. Now, before a flood, a good thing to do is gather supplies in case you have to leave immediately or if services are cut off. Keep in mind each person's specific needs, including medication. Don't forget the needs of your pets. Obtain extra batteries, charging devices for your phones, and other critical equipment. Keep important documents in a waterproof container. Create password-protected digital copies. Protect your property. Move valuables to higher levels. Declutter drains and gutters. Install check valves and consider a sump pump with a battery. During a flood, depending on where you are in the impact of the warning time of the flooding, go to a safe location that you've previously identified. If told to evacuate, do so immediately. Never drive around barricades. Local responders use them to safely direct traffic out of flooded areas. Listen to the NOAA weather radio or local alerting systems for current emergency information and instructions. Do not walk, swim, or drive through flooded water. Just six inches of water can knock you down, and a foot of water can sweep your vehicle away. Always remember, turn around, don't drown. Stay off bridges over fast-moving water. Fast-moving water can wash bridges away without warning. If your vehicle is trapped in rapidly moving water, then stay inside. If water is rising inside the vehicle, then seek refuge on the roof. If trapped in a building, then go to its highest level. Do not climb into a closed attic. You may become trapped by rising flood water. Go on the roof only if necessary, 
Once there, signal for help. And after a flood has occurred, listen to authorities for information and instruction. Return home only where authorities say it is safe. Avoid driving except in emergencies. Snakes and other animals may be in your house. Wear heavy gloves and boots during cleanup. Be aware of the risk of electrocution. Do not touch electrical equipment if it is wet or if you are standing in water. If it is safe to do so, turn off the electricity to prevent electric shock. Avoid wading in flood water, which can contain dangerous debris and be contaminated. Underground or downed power lines can also electrically charge the water. Use a generator or other gasoline-powered machinery only outdoors and away from windows. Flooding is just one fury of Mother Nature. A common misconception about flooding is that once the heavy rainstorm is over, then the flood threat is over as well. Quite the contrary, as the rainwater will continue to run off into creeks, streams, and eventually lakes for days after the rain ends. And, with multiple rounds of heavy rain, the flooding threat could continue for several days or even weeks. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you should know everything about flooding and what you should do if you get under a flood watch or warning. Stay home and stay out of the water. Uh, Yeah. And what is that phrase that the National Weather Service always says? Turn around, don't drown. Yes, I got to give you some applause on that. That is what it is. It's not worth it. Don't try it. I don't care how shallow it looks. I know. And I have some redneck friends in Ava. And Douglas County, they say, oh, it's just a little water. I'm serious. And they, they, they go. And then their car Don't you have some relation the over there? Some... Uh, uh, my relation is in Gainesville. It's more. Okay, in, well. it was at, uh, what is that? Ozark uh, County? Uh, oh, yeah, I think it's Ozark County. Yeah. Gainesville. Yeah, it was just funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? We could make another complete podcast <laughs> on that one. We, we ought to do like a genealogy podcast, you know, sometime. Not on here. I could do that. I know you could do that. He could do a genealogy, but would anybody want to listen? I love... I don't know. There's two things I love. is weather and genealogy. And history. Well, yeah, but genealogy and history That goes with genealogy. Hand in hand. Oh, okay. Well, that's people history. True. Okay. You got to know the history of the land to know the history of the people. Yeah. And you know what? I suck at history, so uh, I will leave that up to you. (laughs) Anyway, let's get on to... Okay, I I have a clarification uh, from right before the weather school, because the PNA, for some reason in my brain, I could not figure out what it meant. So I had to look it up, and I was kind of right. Um, Here's Google. Uh, The Pacific North American Teleconnection, Pacific North American, PNA, uh, is one of the most prominent modes of low-frequency variability in the Northern Hemisphere extratropics. So that it's one of those oscillations that we I was talking about. You know, you got the Southern Oscillation, which is El Nino. It combines with the PNA, which is the Pacific North American Teleconnection, and then it 
uh, goes on to the NAO, which is the North American Oscillation, which is in the Atlantic. And it's all connected around the world. I could just go on and on and on. Not today, because I just know those three right now. But it's a whole... uh, Teleconnection is the word. I think we had that as a weather word of the week at some point. But Okay, we got that out of the way. Uh, cleared my brain a little bit. So let's get on to the next segment, which is in other news. I got a couple of things. Do you have anything, Corey? Uh, not really. Just go ahead. Okay. Uh, my two are really quick. Uh, last week, the snowstorm. Now, we didn't get much here, but uh, the winter storm warning was <laughs> up in eastern Kansas into Kansas City, uh, I I needed, I, I can't find out exactly what this is, but uh, they said the Kansas City area experienced its heaviest snowfall in one day since 2014. So in what, eight, eight years? Yeah. Yeah. In eight years, it experienced the heaviest snowfall in one day. And I couldn't tell. I was trying. But they to only find got it. like seven inches total this past time. This past snow was that it? But it probably all fell in that one day. But so so they haven't ever gotten that much. I mean, they get snow a lot in Kansas City. They do, but like the heaviest snow in that in that one day yeah. was the most it's recorded since eight years ago or six. Huh. What? Yeah, eight years ago, twenty fourteen. Whatever. Right. I don't. My math is really really off today, but. Uh, so I thought that was cool. And uh, on the global front, got an alarming report on rising sea levels. Oh, this, I saw this. You did see that one? Yeah. It says the forecasted sea level for the Earth <laughs> is supposed is forecasted to rise one foot by 2050. Now, this is... That's 28 years. That's 28 right? years, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Yeah, about 28 years. Yeah, the sea level on the coast, if you're in Florida and you have an average coast there, it's going to be one foot higher. In India, it's going to be one foot higher. In Australia, it's going to be one foot higher. What is it going to be in New Orleans? One foot higher. But one foot in New Orleans is different than anywhere else. That's true because they're under under or below sea level. How will that work? Oh man, they well. That's the effects of climate change. Yeah, it's it's going on. Something you don't think about. You really don't. I mean, we hear about it when hurricanes go through. I because they say, oh yeah, sure. Was it Ponchin Train? Is that the one down there that's below? So uh, if you get if especially if you're on that northwest, no, no, northeast quadrant of a storm, it's going to push all that water in there, and they're below sea level. So there's no way they're going to like. Have you ever been to New Orleans? I I have actually a long time ago. We we drive there. We've driven there. What? How many times? Three or four. It's like what? Thirteen hours or something. It's not that long. Well, I can leave at five in the morning, be there at three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, okay. But we didn't sightsee while we were there but before you hit new orleans you 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 get on a bridge and that bridge never ends until you get to new orleans it's oh my god all I over water it's crazy i love it it's really the, cool is that the punch train it's not so much punch train it's just the swamp yeah land no and it's, no else. i know exactly what i was talking about and i'm glad you brought that up because it was terrifying i hate water i hate bridges i hate bridges i like too. to look down i like to look for alligators down there because <laughs> they're, they're down there of course you do no i'm glad you brought that up because before karen and i got married uh which uh she okay karen my my wife had uh a master's thesis and helen keller 
Helen Keller's Broadway. Oh, that's cool. Because Helen was in the Orpheum Theater Circle, and Karen was a theater person. She was, had her master's, blah, 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 blah. And the reason I'm saying that is because we had to go to Gulf Shores in, in Alabama. Uh, it wasn't Gulf Shores. It's a place in Alabama to go and research the Helen Keller Museum. But what uh. we did, we went through... Louisiana first and went across one of those bridges that I remember us on those bridges and we had less than a and a quarter tank of gas. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we both forever. We were freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> we were fr- seriously it's like, honey, we need gas. <laughs> like right. like now. And you're right. It just goes and goes and goes like yep. we we have to have gas. We did that in Oh my gosh. <laughs> was it Arizona or New Mexico? Oh, we did that, yeah. That's, we, that's no fun in the we desert. We didn't realize. Oh, man. I mean, we didn't realize when we passed through the last town that that was the last town. Oh. When you see a sign that next... says last gas for 300 miles, it, it, it's, it's, it's dead take serious. It serious. But we 300 had 300 miles, that's like a full tank. But yeah. we, oh had, we had gas. Wow. You know, like we had plenty of gas. We didn't okay, need gas. And we sure. entered and we did not realize we were going through we the desert. We were also hungry. We were desert. We were hungry. We it was dinner time for the kids, and they were little. We well, and, <laughs> and we had no cell signal. That was the terrifying oh. part, because like, what if we, you know, break down on this road? There we didn't. Right. We didn't see another car. There was no cell signal anywhere. Oh my God. We did get to see a volcano. Remember that? Yeah, we got to Wait, see a volcano saw, on the way. Saw, what? Yeah, and we got to it's see a some dormant volcano, but it's a volcano. And we got to see some cool. elk. And stuff walking across the Where road. Where was that? It's in New Mexico. New Mexico. New Mexico. Oh, my god. We gosh. were headed for Texas. And I mean, like, I, okay, I have back. to say, when we finally hit the border of Texas, and there was a tiny <laughs> little town with no restaurants, like, yes! <laughs> it had a gas station, and that was it. We were so excited to see that gas station. <laughs> the gas station had a subway. It, it had a subway, and we oh, were able to get sandwiches nice. and gas. and <laughs> Filled up our tank and our tummy. I have never been so excited to see... Because wow. we kept we kept testing our phone, you know, because you can see restaurants near you or whatever, oh, yeah, or gas yeah, yeah. stations near you. It wouldn't bring anything up because we had no signal. Oh my gosh! So when it finally kicked in that the next gas station was in the next couple of miles, we're like, yes, yeah, we're gonna live. Doesn't it do that like in Kansas? Because they say in Kansas you just drive forever. Well, Kansas is just flat, yeah, farmland and Western Kansas is well, okay, yeah, Western. In Oklahoma, but you've got little towns in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. Oklahoma, there's enough towns you go through. Kansas, mm. oh gosh, that would freak me out. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm glad I, I forgot all about that that bridge in Louisiana because I remember it's like I love things guys. like that. Well, I like things like that when I have resources. <laughs> I also don't. I also don't like the tunnel that goes. Was it Alabama? Is it Mobile? That there's the tunnel that goes underground under the water. Under the water, Ooh. yeah. It's a bridge under, under the water. The Bay of I don't of, think we of, went there. It's yeah. terrifying because you're literally driving <gasps> under the under ocean. the ocean. Oh, I'm like the whole ocean's gonna. You know collapse that would be kind of cool, but kind of scary. It's scary because thing. you're like, what if the ocean collapses in this tunnel? Well, it's not going We're to. Not, it it's might. More of a bay. It's a man-made thing. Well, I know, but if it if it's going to collapse, it'd probably do it by now or whatever. It takes time. Over <laughs> anyway. time, it's going to age, and one of these days, it's going to collapse. One in. of these days, I know. Well, like like the the dam at Table Rock. Like I don't them. like small bridges. Like I don't like short bridges. I like I like short bridges because the long ones freak me out. It's, I like old bridges. I definitely don't like old bridges. Now, but they they could collapse. I didn't used to like old bridges when I was a kid. Uh huh. You know, back in the eighties, early eighties, my grandparents would bring me home from Miami. To Harrison, Arkansas, where I lived, and uh, they 
my grandpa is like me. He likes to take the back roads and the scenic route. And we went over a bridge, and I'll remember this for the rest of my life. Scared me to death. It was a little wooden one-lane bridge. Oh, Dad's taking me through all those, yeah. Scared me to death. And 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 I always wondered what bridge was that? What bridge was that? And <laughs> yeah. now I finally know what bridge it was. It was the bridge at Beaver, Arkansas, over Table Rock Lake. It's a little wooden one-lane bridge, and it's still there today. And we oh. go there every now and then. It's in Eureka, close to Eureka Springs. Okay, That's the one where you it's called have the to take turns. Golden Gate of the Ozarks. Yeah, yeah. It's a one lane. You have to take turns. Yeah, it's a one beautiful, of, yeah. beautiful bridge. That's fascinating. There were two movies shot at right near there in that water under the bridge. It's it's really cool, but yeah, bridges are cool. I well, I'm, I I like bridges and old bridges. They got and, rid of the cool bridge in Miami, didn't they? Yeah, they tore it down. I'm, I get sad when they tear down bridges. They have we to do that. Really, there was a real cool bridge in Ozark. They had to tear that down. We but, had a very cool bridge in in Miami that was off in the woods, and people used it for pictures, all kind of, because it was just so cool. I think it was in a couple of music videos. Yeah, it was. I think Keith Anderson used yeah. it in one of his music videos. Yeah, the Stepford. Bridge. Step forward. Step forward. Step forward. Bridge. bridge. I love old bridges. Well, but, but now there's a lot of bridges around here that you don't know about. One's called a swinging bridge in Stone County. It's I've heard of it. Pretty scary. Never been on it. I love old bridges. Well, see, and you got to understand, I am a lot older than y'all too. And my dad would take me. We would go visit relatives in Gainesville and Cedar Creek and down that way. There's a lot of these, like you said, these one lane, two pieces oh, of sure. two by four that you drive you on to go across it. You right. stay on the two You're by right. four. Yeah, yeah, because you don't want to go off of the you two by four. You stay on. <laughs> so I remember that, and it, it is kind of scary. But I wasn't driving. You know what I mean? I was so young. It was like, oh, this is like the scariest freaky. bridge I've ever been on. I mean, uh, more so than the one in Louisiana because it was a cement, seemed pretty strong. Was the bridge over Royal Gorge? Oh, well, that's that's an awesome bridge. That is that's, a suspension bridge? Well, yeah, it's the world's largest, world's longest largest suspension, suspension bridge. bridge. Oh. But here's the thing, City, it's Colorado. wood. And well, the the floor is wood. It's there not are large cracks that you can see all the way hundreds of feet down to the rushing oh, dear Lord. Arizona River, Arkansas, Arkansas yes. whatever below us. Oh it's in a state. Um, oh and then gosh. cars would drive over it. Yeah, you can drive and over it. And as the cars would drive over it, the whole bridge moves, all the planks clickety-clack. And But right on the other side of the gorge, which is a 1,000 feet down, is one of those giant swings like right next to your theater, the sky coaster thing that swings back and oh, forth. Oh, gosh, yes, yes. They have one of those right on the edge of the canyon. And that would be cool because you swing over the canyon. Uh, well, no. We, we opted to walk across <laughs> I'll the say bridge. No. We opted to walk across the bridge. I ran. I was like, <laughs> this is cool. See you on the other side. Okay, and I bolted to the <laughs> other. We had to go across it to get to what we were going to. So I ran to the other side and I told the Corey and the kids, I'm like, I'll see you on the other side. Have fun. Because you could, there was large gaps in the bridge. And you know what happened in Colorado? It rained because this is a weather podcast. It did rain. <laughs> And it was cool in the evenings. Anyway, this is a weather podcast. You know what happens March 1st? That's that's a week from tomorrow. I know. I know. I know. You don't know. I do. You don't don't know. I don't know if Sherrod knows. Well, Sherrod doesn't know. (laughs) No, Sherrod doesn't. Nobody knows. Well, nobody knows anything. One thing I know is it's meteorology. It's not a week from tomorrow. It's a week from Tuesday. A week from Tuesday. It's meteor. Well, no, Tuesday. Meteorological meteorological spring. spring. 
But no, because you would know that. So it's yeah, I know because I think Corey's like has something He's else. He's found something else. I okay. haven't found anything. I've mentioned it before. Go, <laughs> Ghost T launches on March. Oh, 1st. that's right. Okay, we talked it's about that. It's going to be the sister satellite of Ghost 16, which is weird because it already has a sister satellite. Yeah, it, yeah, up it's there. already up there. <laughs> They're going to take that out of not out of commission. Hey, They're going to float have it more to than a, one sister. A different orbit, uh, uh, an alternative. Yeah, uh, orbit. Well, we we talk about like a like yeah like a storage area. Yeah. Like why do they? Have to bring one down. Why can't they just they're not bring it there? down? They're well, no, keeping no, no, it up no. There. They're, they're putting it into a parking lot, basically. And right. the, the new one is like so much more technologically advanced. It's going to launch from uh, Cape Canaveral in Florida, March first. Woohoo! Oh, that's launch. Okay, it's not the actual orbit. It's launching. It doesn't take long to get into orbit, and that's true. It. I remember when Go Sixteen went up. It it was. Operational and within days, it, it didn't take yeah, long. Yeah, that's true. Once it got up there, yeah, you're right. I mean, in, it, experimental. It was experimental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Experimental. And then it goes operational when it turns into uh, goes sixteen. It was goes R. Yeah. So this will be goes eighteen, basically. Yeah. So because we have seventeen for the E now. Yeah. Of course, they the technology. You know, advances leaps and bounds. Oh my every gosh! Launch. Yes. Oh yes! Oh yes! So who knows? And and it won't really be for us. It's more the western part of the United States. But you know, it's really going to have a good eye on those uh, Pacific hurricanes. Yeah. So El Nino's, and it is. Yeah. It is meteorological spring. We do and, that in yeah. my book. Yeah. It's the unofficial start of storm season for me. Yeah, we're almost going to do that tomorrow night. Almost, it is. We're, we're getting. We there. always like, get those eh. February teasers. We always. I do. know, I know. Well, except last year when we had and everybody freaks Arctic. out. Oh, it's going to storm! It's going to storm! No. and then nothing oh, happens. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a thing. You know, you know what I'm. You know, you're talking about the the satellite uh, goes 18 or goes T or whatever. Uh, I I wonder if it's going to have that bridge that they can see the bridge from. Uh, I think it's San Francisco to Hawaii. I want to drive across that bridge. Okay. There's a bridge that goes from. That, wait, is that what I'm thinking of? They don't do it. That would be a really long bridge. That would be a super. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a super long bridge. I, I, I don't know why people would be needing to take boats if that's the case. Wait a minute. I know. I know that was bad. I, I mean, it's a lot further from than you think. I know. That was a bad, bad, bad joke. I, I was like, um, it's sorry, wait, good. what? Anyway. <laughs> is, is, that your, is that your end of the news? I don't uh, mean, someday yeah, they'll build that bridge, but yeah. that ain't got. happening right now. Well, here, here's something else, and this, this is legit. Okay, usually the National Weather Service, actually anything, goes into what they call the experimental phase before it becomes operational. Okay, I know Corey's going to like perk up when I say this. In meteorology in the National Weather Service, we have something called a hazardous weather outlook. Well, we have something called an EWHO, which is called an experimental hazardous weather outlook that's been experimental for how many years now? It'll always be experimental. Why? Okay, why can't it become just operational? <laughs> I mean... It is what it is. For you, I, yeah. Because the science is changing way too fast. It can't keep up. No, it's, it's experimental. Just, Although they have new graphics. There's there, lots which, of things that are experimental on their website if you look. Yeah, yeah. But it, eh, I don't know. Okay, 
Is that all you got over there? Uh, got some, got I something else? I think so. No, I'm, I'm okay. Well, we can interject later on. Okay, well, then it's time to get to the next segment. Get ready to get educated in Shara's Fun Facts. It's time for Shara's Fun Facts. And she went, oh my gosh, it's time for my Fun Facts. And she looked at him for the entire first part of the A Block uh, before the weather school, didn't you? It was a busy day for me today. <laughs> Shara, wait, you... Wait, okay, Choking l- on my drink. L- let's back up. You did have a busy day. You have been gone all I day... I have literally not been home all day today. ...doing crafts and projects and... I, between getting up and getting everybody out the door for church, being at church, we got home with just enough time to eat lunch, and then I left again. Uh, I had a date with some friends, and I got home at 7.30, ate dinner, and then jumped in the car <laughs> to come over here. And come over here. So you had... Wow. But you have been doing lots. But I'm sure you told you told us at Weather School you have finally found a bunch of fun I found, facts. Not a bunch, but I found some. Okay. Well, that's good enough. So what is... I realize my phone what, battery is what running is, low. Uh-oh. Do you need me to go no, get I got my, enough. I got 16%. We'll get through this. Okay. Okay. So what... Okay. Okay. Guys, so guys. I just found some weather facts oh we like that Just it's a weather podcast general we like that. weather storms basically they're storm facts okay in 1995 a storm hit northern texas which inflicted 70 mile per hour winds and hail as big as softballs killing at least 15 people and injuring more than 100 the storm caused extensive flooding knocked out power to 16,800 customers and broke the windows of many buildings and cars Within one hour, some roads in Fort Worth were buried under two feet of hailstones. Oh, my gosh. Two feet of hailstones. That's a lot of hail. Eleven people drowned while trying to escape flooded vehicles, including five people from one family. So these aren't so much fun facts. They're well, just facts. They're just, well, it's weather. So, I mean, hey. These are just weather not, storm facts. Not all of weather is happy. So, but, there you go. All gosh. Right. Hail as big as softballs and that's that's like huge. Two that's huge sail. Feet yeah. of hailstones yeah. flooded a road. Hmm. That does not sound like a fun thing to be a part of. No. Um, here's one even worse. Oh, uh, great! <laughs> the Iran or Iran, however you want to say, yeah. it, blizzard of 1972. Are you aware of this one? Because this one was new to me. Uh, no, I'm not. It is known as the deadliest blizzard in history. The storm lasted a full week from February 3rd to 9th and resulted in the deaths of approximately 4,000 people. Oh my gosh. Southern Iran received as much as 26 feet of snow and about 200 villages were completely buried and wiped off the map. No way. There was no survivors in the outlying areas of the country that were hit by that. Because you think Iran and Iraq... Desert. Like 120 degrees. Yeah, you think hot oh desert. My God. Well, so these people are not accustomed to this. 26 feet of snow would take us out too, but it literally buried whole villages wow. to where no one survived. 4,000 okay. people. Yeah. Um, other opposite end of the spectrum, a heat wave <laughs> hit Northern California's wine country in September 2017. During Labor Day weekend, straight up turned grapes into raisins. No. No way. Temperatures hit up to 109. (laughs) The scorching heat evaporated water from the berries and shut down the vine's entire metabolic process. It was estimated that wine vineyards lost up to 50% 50 of their crop due to the unprecedented heat. 
Though September heat waves are not uncommon in California wine regions, for one to come that early in the month is highly unusual and negatively affected. My child is calling me. Uh-oh. Oh, put him on. Put him on. Which one? This is Grant. Oh, Grant. Okay, put him on. Hello. Hi, Grant. You're on, you're you're on the on podcast. You're on the Stormdark podcast. What can we do for you? Like, I'm on a podcast like right now? Yeah, we're yeah. literally recording and I have you in the microphone. Hey, what you need? Oh. <laughs> Randall made me answer. What? Am I actually in the microphone? Yeah, you're in the microphone. Yeah, we can hear you. So, what do you need, son? Uh, I don't need anything anymore. <laughs> what did you need? <laughs> Never mind, JJ. I don't need anything. Are you like what? Do you need me? Do you need food? Do you need what? Are you stranded on the side of the road somewhere? <laughs> Sharon's got her mother turned on. Were you just calling to chat? I'll just call you back later. About what? I'll just call you back later. Oh, okay. Oh, you're no fun. Say hi to everybody in Stormed Our Podcast. Hi, Grant. Hey there, Randy. <laughs> I love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> He's going to hate me later. <laughs> I may or may not leave that in. I don't know. <laughs> I'll like, listen to it later. I like the, uh, never mind, I don't need anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. In, in his defense, we normally record this Monday night. So this is Sunday night. So this is kind of an odd yeah, night. He doesn't know what night He it doesn't is. know. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so where were we? We were on your fun facts. So, heat wave. Uh, Though September heat waves are not uncommon in California wine regions, for one to come that early in the month is highly unusual and negatively affected several vineyards. So, yeah, it turned everything to raisins and they couldn't make wine out of it. Well, now, didn't, Corey, didn't you say last week or the week before that Southern, like San Diego, had a heat advisory in January or something? Yeah, I mean, well, L.A. did. It was the hottest Super Bowl on record. Yeah, like 90 degrees. I mean, this, this is like... February, you're not. They're not supposed to have ninety degrees, so that's kind of weird. Climate like change. Anyway, okay. Um, landslides occur when masses of rock, earth, or debris move down a slope, and mudslides are a common type of landslide which moves at a very rapid pace. Mudslides usually start on steep slopes and can be activated by natural disasters, including wildfires or after heavy rains. In the United States, landslides and mudslides result in 25 to 50 deaths each year and can carry rocks, trees, vehicles, and even entire buildings. Wow. That would be a scary sight. <laughs> yeah, um, weather's, weather's wild. This is something I truly did not know. The United States has more tornadoes than any other country. I like. Why? Yeah. Why do tornadoes like it's the, the setup. setup of the it's a, it's, just where it's we a, are in well, the country? You have the cold air coming from the north and the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, it, it, it's a unique setup that no but no other country, no no other landmass in the world has. Oh, and they're also stronger and more violent in America than anywhere else. Of course, right? The majority form in an area which we all know as Tornado Alley, which includes Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, South Dakota, Iowa, Missouri, Nebraska. Colorado, uh-huh. North Dakota, and Minnesota. Colorado. Yeah, the I know. United, Colorado's like, hey. The United States. How old is oh, this? <laughs> the Tornado Alley is basically Kansas, Missouri, Iowa, and Oklahoma. Oklahoma and Texas. Arkansas, yeah. <clears throat> the United States averaged 1,274 tornadoes per year in the last decade, most of which happened in the spring. 
tornadoes are least common in the winter. Duh. Worldwide, most tornadoes. But they can happen. They can happen. Right. They're just They're least Especially common. in the southeast. They're just right, least right. Worldwide, most tornadoes occur in the late afternoon between 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. and peak around 5 p.m. I didn't know that America, like, I would just assume tornadoes happened everywhere, but. Well, they can. I mean, they can. I mean, and Antarctica. They do. I don't know if tornadoes well, are in Antarctica, right. but. I mean, they do. It'd but be cool if they did. Yeah. It'd be like snow natives. It was like a snow nato. It's not, they're not set up for that. Right. Snow nato. Yeah, and it'd be like raining penguins. You have to have oh, ingredients for a tornado, and they don't have that there. Yeah. It's just the way the landmass lays, where you got. Everything yeah. like, just works. It's like the perfect storm. We're right yeah, in is. the middle of the warm and the cold. Yeah, which cold I love that. I love that. Um, there's a, well, mm, let's call it a lightning quick way Ooh. to figure out how far away you are from lightning. Oh, Corey knows this. I mean, this is a common one that well, most people know. One. I was going to expand on that I'm gonna last I'm going to throw this one, out there. <laughs> this isn't the way I learned it, Okay. So this one says, count the number of seconds that pass between a flash of lightning and the thunder that follows, then divide that number by five. The result equals how many miles away you are from where lightning just struck. This is called the flash to bang method. The National Weather Service recommends taking cover if the time between lightning and thunder is 30 seconds or less, which indicates that the lightning is six miles away or closer. I thought you just counted the seconds and however many seconds was how many miles. I didn't know you had to divide it by well, That's five. what our parents tell us. That's what I was taught. That's what the old wives' tale is. I was taught count the seconds between when you see the flash and then you hear the thunder. Or all you got to do is download the well, certain weather apps and it tells you, lightning just struck five miles from your house. That's what I do. But like if you're, you know, like I said, if you're outdoors right. and you, we were taught as kids to count the seconds and... For every second, that's a mile. <coughs> I've heard two or three different ways to, to calculate that. I have breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Okay, what? You're not going to believe it. Winter's with it. Winter, I got winter. friends. What? In low places? Oh, I got In Stone friends. County. Uh -oh. In Stone <laughs> County. <laughs> and they are smart friends. Okay, we like that. And they are confirming the... The sound of spring peepers tonight. <gasps> spring peepers? Wait. No, that's birds. Spring peepers are frogs. I know. I don't think I Has have a drop for that. Has anyone else noticed the massive amount of birds lately? Oh, yeah, been crazy. And they've been showing up on radar, too. Like thousands. Yeah. Radar's been... Thousands of birds thousands going right over, over our house. house. Like, where are they coming and from? never stopping. It's constant. Okay, so Corey, give give a little brief explanation of what because everybody around Branson knows what a spring peeper is. I love spring peepers because it means spring is here. Sprung, sprung, sprung yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really. I would or say spring springy. is right around the corner, spring but meteor they know in meteorological <laughs> meteorological spring starts March first for a reason. Yeah, spring peeper, I believe, is a frog, and you hear at night usually in the evening. Oh, is that mm. it? Yeah. Oh, They're yeah. peeping. They're peeping. One more time. Wait a minute. Weep, Wait a minute. Weep. Actually, actually, go ahead and do your, your, your other fun fact. And you find a real spring peeper and put it in. Put it yeah, in the find the sound of spring Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we can know. Because I think everybody would love to know exactly what a spring peeper. There was also, speaking of birds. Yeah. I'm talking about birds here. And your mom is a bird person. Oh, yeah. Um. 
did you see the video from is it Mexico where literally thousands of birds just plunged from the sky? No. It's awful to watch. Like it's hard to watch, but you can find it online. It just happened in the last what week happened? or so. Why? They're not even sure what happened, but like you watch the video and suddenly thousands of birds just Oh, she wants to talk over oh, the she spring wants to talk. peepers. Don't talk but over that, the peepers. E, 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 yeah. Okay, that's a spring peeper. Oh. Those happen in the spring, not February. Well, well it's almost March. They don't know. Well, we've been having 60-degree weather and 70-degree right? weather. Right, so, so they came out of hibernation. That makes and... sense. That sounds like August. That's a sound like I grew up listening to living but out that's August. Out that doesn't sound like... That. That's spring. That's spring? It starts in spring. Absolutely. Oh, maybe I'm thinking cicada or something. Yeah. yeah. These, are, these are frogs. It sounds like... That's frogs? Remember the frogs that used to get into our pools? That's that's what it looks like. Okay. Uh, Corey's all you, bliss over here. I can see lightning in the background <laughs> of my mind. I said, oh, I know! I, I, said, I, I grew up on a farm, and we wow. slept with windows open in the summer. Yeah, and you heard that. And you listened to it all night long, and you fall asleep to it. Now, I will oh say my this. Gosh. Okay. It rained before we got the snow, the couple of snowflakes we got. And it was still warm when it started raining, and it smelled like spring so much. Oh. You know how that smell? Petrichor. Yes, Petrichor. You should do a weather school on that. Um, we need to do something on that. Actually, that's embedded within a weather school oh, okay. somewhere. I can't tell you which one, but yeah, I remember yeah. Petrichor. Look that's, it up. That's the smell of spring, of the spring, yes. the moisture, the, the rain. You know if you don't know what Petrichor like. is, look it up. I it, know what spring smells like. It was okay. a weather word of the week a long time ago. So anyway. Okay, anyway, moving on. Oh, moving on. Okay. Hurricane Andrew. A Category 5 hurricane hit southern Florida on August 23, 1992. Its fierce winds reached 150 miles per hour and demolished many buildings, including a breeding facility for Burmese pythons. Oh, no! Many of them escaped. Oh, no. (laughs) As a result, today, the Everglades are overrun with the giant snakes. Female pythons can lay up to 100 eggs a year. No way. And reproduce rapidly. So to help control the python population, Florida residents are authorized to catch and kill them by almost any means necessary with no permit required, especially on private lands. Really? Okay. Can you imagine just thousands of pythons running no, loose? No, gosh, no. Like, um, this oh, is my God. all the more reason why I never want to move to Florida. Do you remember when we toured the Everglades one time? We got on one of those big boats yeah. that with the fans that propelled the boat. It's called a fan boat. It's called an air boat. It fan, was, fan boat. That was yeah. fun. It's awesome. Alligators. And did you see snakes or Probably. somewhere with this? <laughs> I just remember. Yeah, where that. Are you going to? <laughs> we didn't see any. We didn't see any big alligators. No, oh, okay. But we got to hold one. We saw. Yes, you we, did. We got to hold a baby one. Yeah. Oh, his, his jaws so were cute. taped shut. Well, but he was duh. cute. But we did see a couple. Like I mean, we saw a couple out there. But honestly, twice in our marriage, we have paid for a tour of Swamplands or Everglades, whatever, to see alligators. And we right. saw no alligators. 
um, except maybe a small one, like little, like less than three feet oh, swimming. Yeah. But my sister and my brother-in-law lived in Louisiana, uh, Lafayette, Louisiana, for a couple of years while he was getting his master's degree. Mm-hmm. And they took us out just on some roads that they knew into Swampland. Uh-huh. We saw massive. No way. Alligator. Massive. Like, there was one sleeping on a rock, literally feet from the road. How, how, now, how could you How could you live in that area? That would terrify me. They end up in your pool, in your backyard. You know, people, I've heard that. People in, from in Florida, all yeah. over the country wonder how we can live in Tornado Alley because we, of the We have warning, and we take cover. But yeah, we, we have... Yeah. I love lakes and rivers, and I go swimming in them. I like to find swimming holes. You can't do that there. You couldn't do that there, because Not I wouldn't safely. be getting in any water <laughs> in Louisiana or Florida. No, 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 no. Even no. southern Arkansas <laughs> has alligators. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you're getting in that swampish area. Yeah. scare me to death. Oh, but my god. we gosh. saw several just driving with, like, it was. we were kind of irritated, because we'd paid good money, like, earlier that day to go out on a boat tour and see them and we saw none oh. and then my sister just drove us out into some swamp <laughs> land that she knew of we stayed on roads and everything and they're just massive i mean there was one that was like over nine foot long so you want to see alligators but i'll take you where they're really here's the at. thing yeah. i refuse to leave the the car like i would i mean these aren't fenced yeah. in or anything there was one just sitting on some rock but i'm standing there was a ditch between us and it Okay, mm-hmm. and we're on the road, and we have the car pulled off and just parked on the side of the road, yeah. and and I'm like kind of staying close to the car so I can jump back in at any minute because, you know, they move fast. People don't realize. Oh, they, they want to. They, they can move fast. They if can they pick want. up speed. Oh yeah. But I'm I'm standing there watching it, and I look beside me at the ditch, and there's a path of grass that is beat down, like the grass is really tall there. Yeah. But there's one little part where the grass is laid down. Uh-oh. And I'm thinking, this is how they get across the road. I am going closer to the car. Oh, no. <laughs> I was terrified. I, was I terrified. bet. And I, bet. I just recently watched a video of like people in a park, like a public park in their town, walking. And all of a sudden, an alligator starts crossing the path. And they all just stop and watch it cross and go about their lives. God, and like, it's kind of like tarantulas here. Well, tarantulas can't eat you. <laughs> well, I know, but it's like there, there are thousands of them when they migrate, though. Still, they can't eat you. <laughs> they actually eat you. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> nope. Oh, my Lord. So, in all in all, you know, pay for those tours if you want to, but honestly, find you a local. Yeah, who knows where they're at. They'll take who you knows? to find an alligator. Well, it's just like, you know, I mean, if you come to Branson... Know a local because we know the back roads. Exactly. We know how to get you around. So don't ask us about hotel discounts, though. No, we don't. We don't. We do don't that. know that because we, we don't stay in the hotels. We could get you to the hotel. Show me where the hotels are. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you which hotels to avoid. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, exactly. <laughs> but I don't know anything about pricing red light, or discounts. Red discount. light. Red light. No. Okay. <laughs> don't go there. Okay. Sorry. Right. Anyway. Okay. Um. Yeah. So to this day, they they're allowed to kill however necessary. Without wow. a permit, as many pythons, because they're uh, uh, no. All no. right, the uh. odds of being struck by lightning are incredibly slim, but people are more likely to die from lightning than other types of storms, not including hurricanes. Uh, lightning strikes hundreds of people in the United States each oh. year. Oh, I know where you're going. Okay, ten percent of lightning deaths happen in Florida alone. Another reason not to move to Florida. <laughs> A direct strike is deadly. Duh. 
at 50,000 degrees Fahrenheit. 50,000 degrees. You, I feel like you just fry instantly. Yeah, you kind of do. Your insides basically do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lightning bolt is five times hotter than the sun's surface. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. There are about 55,000 lightning strikes a day in the United States. Yeah, it just in the United States. We're just not ta- in the United States. We're not talking about where the most thunderstorms occur. Or is that part of your next? P- okay, mm-hmm. yeah, m- just more fifty five thousand lightning more strikes. Thunderstorms occur in South America. But so you don't I'm get the sh- lightning. I mean, who knows? That's just the oh, United yeah, States. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, much more, much more lightning down there. I mean, it's just massive. So anyway, but you're going on U.S., which makes sense. Astrophobia. <gasps> A fear of the astrology. What's the fear of rain? There's people that are scared of rain. Uh, shoot. There's a new show on Netflix we're watching where the girl is scared of rain. Well, but hers no. is from a trauma response. No. Yeah. Okay, keep, keep talking. I'll look it up because I know. There I used are to know people this. that had something ah. horrible happen to them in the rain, and therefore they are forever. Seronophobia? No. That's, they're that's... forever more terrified of rain. Um, People who have been waterboarded, terrified of rain, showers, baths, anything that involves water. Uh, okay, so astrophobia is the extreme fear of thunder and lightning. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It's not just... Oh, because there was something like a, a, a fear of thunder, but... That's astrophobia. That's it's, astrophobia? Okay. It says extreme fear of thunder and lightning. It's not just children and adults who can suffer from this irrational fear uh, I know a lot of adults that do, but it's a common phobia that affects animals. It's why dogs will howl and hide when they hear thunder. Um, I know a lot of pet owners that have to give oh their, my gosh, their dogs I do too. medicine anytime there's going to be a and, storm. And they text me. They say, is there going to be thunder because I need to medicate yeah, my dog? And then they made those thunder shirts for dogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. The thunder. Yeah, right. Um, it's... A person who has astrophobia will frequently check weather forecasts and change their plans if a storm is even remotely a chance. There's two words okay. for fear of rain. Uh, I've been looking at it, too. Ombrophobia. Ombrophobia. Well, what's pluviophobia. A pluviophile well, loves yeah, rain. See, plu- yes. I would almost do pluvio because pluviophile is one. Means loves is rain. Lover you love rain. rain. Which that is what I am. Right. And a pluviophobia. Would be a fear I would rain. almost go with That makes more sense. It does. Okay. So let me see. Oh, I, okay. It says ombrophobia or pluviophobia is the fear of rain. A commonly anxiety disorder seen in kids and adults alike. Uh, You're on the same side I am. I think. I think. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so okay. So basically, both. But I like pluviophobia. It makes sense. Yeah. Apparently, there's a movie on Netflix called Fear of Rain. That's I all. saw that too. Sharon <laughs> <laughs> sure, was talking. Corey and I are all like Googling. What is this? Okay. <laughs> well, let me finish this fact. Oh, okay. Out. Oh, a person who wait. has astrophobia will frequently yeah. check weather forecasts and change their plans, even if there's a remote chance of a storm happening. Oh, okay. Um, and like I, I've seen this where they will plan like if they're going to go to the grocery store, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. or if somewhere you know, and they want to make sure they can drive there and get back home. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Before and not it, like rains. Risk this. Wow. Um, like pets. People with astrophobia may even hide in a closet to deal with their fear. Um, wow. It can be treated through cognitive behavioral therapy. And lots of benzodiazepines. <laughs> I highly recommend the behavioral therapy first. <laughs> but. Right. No, I get it. 
it, like I said, it's, it's, there's generally a reason. There's something that's sure. happened to them in their lifetime that they are terrified of it. So, okay. um, The phrase, lightning never strikes the same place twice, is a total myth. Yep, yep. The reality is that lightning can and will strike the same place twice, whether during the same storm, which can happen, or centuries later. There is a significant attraction between the lightning bolt and the place it previously hit. So it's more likely that it would be struck again. Uh, of course, we all know skyscrapers, like the Empire State Building, are almost guaranteed to be struck by lightning multiple times. Oh, exactly. Every storm, they're going to get hit, um, which is why they have those cool lightning rods on top to collect the lightning and not damage right, the building. Of, yeah, go into the ground at that point, yeah. right. But it's like, you know, if you get a tree on top of a hill, I mean, that's going that's closer yeah, to the cloud. Be it's going to there struck. are people who have been struck more than once. More than once. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like weird. Like, there are certain people that they've been struck by lightning more than once in their lifetime. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, and sometimes if you're not, if you're not doing a direct strike, I would become, you're probably going to be okay, right? Because... Well, right. I mean, a direct strike is going to kill you instantly. If, right. If that's just going to do if it. If it has time to travel through something else and then to you. Because I've seen the shoes. I've seen the bottom, the soles of the shoes that are just like yeah. well, you can blown see, out. You can see where it entered and then you can see where it went out. Yeah. There's like a hole in the bottom of their foot where it exited or Electricity whatever, so. is not to be messed with. You know, I, those people probably definitely have an astrophobia. Oh, yeah. They've been hit more than once. Um... I had something else to say, but I lost Aww. my train of thought. So, yep, moving on. Um, <laughs> according to a 2018 survey conducted by a Yale program on climate change, 70% of Americans now accept that climate change is happening. How many? 70%. Oh, good. Finally. That was as of 2018, um, before all the conspiracy theories came Which out. Which is so. leaps and bounds more than 10 years ago. Oh, okay. yes, yes. It's five percent increase from 2015. More than half the respondents, which was 58 percent, said they understand that global warming is caused mostly by human activities. Mm -hmm. The survey also showed that more Americans are connecting global warming with extreme weather events. Good, because that's what's happening. Right. With 60 percent reported that they believe climate change is affecting the weather. And 40% said that they have personally experienced the effects of climate change. I believe it. I see it. I see it every you day. You know, it's not hard to experience the effects of climate change when a hurricane goes from a tropical storm to a Cat 4 or 5 in a matter of hours, basically. Yeah. And What's, uh, what's that word? What is that word? Bombogenesis? Oh, oh my, my God. Shara. Wow. Okay. Wow. But everybody can experience that when it's in the Gulf of Mexico and it goes over all these oil platforms and raises our gas prices. You know, yeah, everybody can experience them. it. Right. Yeah. So it, it, it's. I remember be... what I was going to say on the, the lightning strikes when you said mm -hmm. that it can uh, harm people, not harm people, whatever. Oh, some yeah, some yeah. of them are mild and they. Yeah. Um. There, I don't remember where it was, and I didn't save this fun fact. I just remember reading an entire soccer team was taken out by a single lightning strike during a game. No way. I don't know what its first source, what it hit, but it took out and killed the An entire, entire team? soccer team. But the opposing team that was also on the field were not touched. Oh, now, okay, now wait a minute. 
the, okay, see, my brain is like spinning right now. The only thing I can think of is maybe the team that got struck, they were close together, so right. the lightning would got travel. Got one and just got that. It has to be. It, it has to. Um, yeah, because yeah, because if, if they the were inter- away, if they were intertwined, oh gosh, it yes. would have hit them all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe they were huddled on the side or something. I don't know, but it says it it struck wow. an entire team and killed them all. Oh my gosh! It it killed the in eleven members of the. It wasn't team in America. From Congo. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was in Africa. Oh, not for, okay, Africa. Okay. And didn't touch the other team. They weren't even like not even injured at all. Killed the whole team. That's weird. Wow. If you read on, it goes into saying people saying that it was like a demonic act, something. Well, we, we know it it's like, not yeah, that. It was a one to one tie when the lightning struck. Yes, they're saying because they were tied. Ah, there you go. Well, there you go. That's yeah, exactly what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Last one. Pine cones. Again, another one I did not know. Oh. Pine cones open and close depending on the humidity to help their seeds disperse. I did not know this. Light seeds are contained inside the pine cone. When the weather is dry, the pine cone opens up so the wind can catch the seeds and allow them to be dispersed in the air far away from the original tree. But when the humidity rises and rain is coming, the pine cone closes up to prevent the seeds from escaping and becoming waterlogged. Okay, now that makes sense because I know some trees kind of do that. You know, watch your pine cones. (laughs) <laughs> there, there you go. Why watch your pine cones? Go outside, check your pine cones, see if they're open or closed. <laughs> I hate, it, yeah, it, with it, because I know, I know, I, I, like it, when it's like some trees, like the leaves will kind of turn over, like before it rains or mm-hmm. something. They'll, they'll turn because they know it's going to rain because they need that moisture. Which is like, eh, like I'm open, I'm ready, bring it. Oh my gosh, that's all I have. Oh, I love it. I love it. Hey, uh, because of the time, uh, it's. Uh, I wanted to do another quick little model check. So uh, the the GFS, and I don't think other ones, but I know the GFS initiated like about an hour or is in the process of that. So, Cor, do you have anything new on the GFS at this point? Looks like it's going to be a stormy overnight, Monday into Tuesday. And what what's different 3 from last week? 3 a.m. looks like some heavy thunderstorms over Branson. And that's that. We love those late storms, don't we? No, I we hate them. We love when they hate wake us up and we can't sleep. I am not okay. I'm going to be asleep. So, Corey, you're going to be up doing the overnight shift. Who shift-up. knows? I got places to be the next day, so I got to be. We're supposed crush. to be traveling Monday night. Um, Great. But, uh, we're looking at the uh, winter weather coming in on uh, Wednesday. What's and it say now? Heavy sleet. Ugh. Wednesday at 3 p.m. again. I, I Very heavy sleep. sleet. They uh, if they do have a day, they'll be lucky. Uh, sure, but wow! Let me tell you, the GFS now. When is it supposed to hit Branson? Like the sleet? What are you? That you're saying? Uh, in like, between. <laughs> Inquiring minds, at, like Garen. <laughs> well, no, while I know he's you're looking, checking. can I tell you a funny story yeah, about yeah. Garen? Between noon and three. Oh, wow. I'll okay. tell you that. So yes. Yes. They would want to, yeah, I don't know if they would even go to school. Okay, so our, our child, Garen. Yes. Uh, Corey's child, Garen. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> we were notified this week that he successfully convinced a substitute teacher. <laughs> I saw this. That the G in his name was silent. 
and he goes by Ga- by Aaron. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I, I'm just like at a loss. I'm I'm like I'm sorry. You did what? <laughs> and I'm like, but didn't the other kids in the class laugh? And oh no no, they all played along. Oh my gosh, Garen is kind of the he's a class clown. Yeah, but it respectively. Like he's super smart. He's smart. Yeah, he makes so he, straight he A's. Knows, he yeah. gets his work done. He knows the appropriate time right. to be funny in class. That's and a when good to part. Not. Yeah. <laughs> but so the kids know this about him. They know that that's his personality. So when he tells the teacher, <laughs> "Oh no, sorry, the G is silent," they all stayed quiet, kept their mouths shut, and throughout the class continued to call him Aaron as well. Oh, they oh they played along. They played along. Oh, I love I love it. Garen, you rock, And man. I mean, I'm thinking, I, I'm like wanting to apologize like to the teacher. Like, I, I'm so sorry. Like, she thought it was hilarious. Of course. She's like, that's awesome. Some teachers are really cool, and I love that. Okay, and then he convinced another sub in the same week that his name was <laughs> Ja-Aaron. <laughs> was a G apostrophe Aaron. Ja-Aaron. Ja-Aaron. <laughs> I'm, I'm like telling. French. That's kind of French, yeah. I'm like, whose child are you? <laughs> Corey's child. Like, we're both very sarcastic people, but yeah. in public, we tend to be shy. <laughs> we don't speak out like that. And the fact that he <laughs> would do this is. Now, I've told you all along, I dig Garen. He's hilarious. He's smart. He's smart he's so and he smart. knows. He, he's got a brain on that. He, that kid has a brain on He makes on him. us laugh. Oh my God! All the time. I mean, like he keeps us rolling in the things that he can. And then when he gets with his group of friends, oh, I, I, the oh, things said, they yeah. come up with, and they're so. I mean, like it's innocent fun, you know. I love that. But oh my God, I would have never thought. And then he's like trying to think of other names. They have a lot of subs right <laughs> Ga- now. Aaron. You know, with the COVID and everything, oh, right, there's right, tons yeah. of subs, and so. Yeah, he's like, I'm trying to think of what I can do next. And I was like, well, you know, you could be like, oh, sorry, the second R is silent. <laughs> what? It's just Garin. Oh, jeez. Well, back to the GFS. Okay, back okay to he's it. got yeah, it. It's okay. all great. I was killing that. time. No, it's good. Um, okay. You know, it does have red over Taney County. No. It didn't the last no. time. Not a lot. That was my question on comparison. For those yeah. of us who weren't listening in the first half. Not a lot, but which, there are... What is worse, the red, the green, the purple, the or the blue? The red is the worst because it's ice. I mean, I get red's usually worse, yeah. but what's purple, blue, green? What's that mean? Purple is sleet. Okay. Red green is, is rain. freezing rain. We don't want We don't red. want freezing rain. We do not want I can want handle red. sleet, blue but no freezing rain. Yeah. We but are blue. We can have blue. And it's not a lot, but it is in the vicinity, and it's concerning because it... It's like trending towards ice a little bit. I'm telling you, if it, it looks before. like we're going to lose power, we are going to Springfield and we're camping out with uh, Mama. I'm going Rando. to my mom. She, I already told her. It's like, we're if we're getting an ice storm, Luna. I'm going to mom's. <laughs> Time to meet Rando's mom. <coughs> and she said, welcome. She said, come on. She she did. We'll bring food. We'll, we'll, of course. We'll cook out. We'll, we'll make this happen. It's a small house. We'll make it work. Okay. Yes. That's all. I mean, that, that's all. It is. It is. What time is the storm? It's still sleet over us, tomorrow? but the red's closer. Okay. It's, now tomorrow storm, night. Yes. Is that what, what you're time saying? is this supposed to start? So what? What's the GFS say tomorrow night? Like you, you said it before, right? Like it, after eleven, pretty or much something? midnight. Oh, okay. Midnight or so so, yeah. This is, a, this is an overnight thing. I love overnight I storms. I hate overnight. Aren't they the greatest? No, they Not. suck. No, and I can't sleep. 
Hey, I it, love an overnight thunderstorm. If like, it thunders, I'm awake and I can't do anything no, no, about no. it. No, no, I love a good overnight thunderstorm where it's just thundering uh, and it's raining and that's all it's going to do. No. no I no, got to no. give you that. If, if <laughs> I, if I open the windows. I open the windows, open the windows three nights ago. If it's or just thundering and raining, thunder. we will but open that, the windows. But you guys, are, you guys love it. Most of the people I talk to love thunder at night. It's like, right. I don't. Because it puts me to sleep. But <sighs> if there's a chance that it could turn into more... General thunderstorms is a different story than right. the possibility of severe yeah. Well, we're in slight. And, we're, you know, yeah. what, is it another half an hour we're going to get an update on that right. or something? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we have a tornado risk, and that's what we were talking about. We got that strong wind you know, here up there. You got these 2% and these 5%. Yeah. I mean, if you're... Uh, I don't get excited until it's at least 10%. I don't either, because it, it's, point, it's a day two, and they're getting it. And we we never said it wasn't going to happen. It's like we got to watch it now. When it gets to day one, which is tomorrow, we're really going to start paying attention to it. You know, and with these February systems come through, everybody gets excited, and we get excited. Everybody gets excited. National Weather Service even gets excited. We all get excited because you know it's been a while since we had a severe system come through or a, yeah we're getting there but yeah, yeah we're getting there and we always have these february i call them february teasers right sometimes they're cool sometimes they're not uh, is that all we're gonna get you know it's like exactly but uh it is what it is so it could be interesting yeah i, I mean, mean we're, we're gonna just, know a lot more we're tomorrow just, we're, we're just barely in the slight uh yeah as tonight, that's going to update right. again. And that was what updated. You said the second update was like after three? It'll update to, in about 30 minutes, probably. Yeah. Oh, well, we're, the podcast is not going to go that long. It'll no. be over, but it'll be on the website. Oh, we'll be on the website. We'll be talking about it. I mean, I'm not going to bed. i got to mix this podcast and everything. But, oh, we've been going long. Yeah, we need to get through this. Okay. Week. So, it's okay. I got. Wait, don't look. I have a really cool weather word of the week. Only three people know. Brad Case, our buddy Brad, I told him. How does Brad know it? Why did you tell him before me? Because I want to see if well, you, you can say it. You post of it this past week. Well, yeah. I'm the one that has to read it. I know, and I told my mother, Are so that's all. Are you testing me to see if I read the post? Yes, because you're really good at it. It, 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 it feels German to me. Yeah. Ooh, okay, I'm German. Let's get to that next My second. name is German. <laughs> it's the weather word of the week. Okay, I even hit it. So, For real. Yeah. My last name, my maiden name was German. Okay, well, you, you'll know this. So, Shara, what is this week's Stormdar weather, weather word of the week? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I can say it. I need a minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do eco... I, I cosahedral. <laughs> That's the first word, y'all. Non hydrostatic model. Say it one more time. I cosahedral. Non hydrostatic model. I will give that to you. I was like, I could go I will eco, give that to you. Eco, ecosahedral. Uh, I, I cosahedral. Uh, that's why. That's why I give you applause. Hello. I nailed it. I know a cosahedral, icosahedral, non-hydrostatic model. So, what is the different? What's the definition of the? Say it again. Icosahedral, non-hydrostatic <laughs> model. I said, Drake. Tried to go fast. Okay, there you go. Okay, so what is the, the official name of the 
icon model, which originates in Germany. Which is what Corey was saying. Which is why I could say it. <laughs> People, oh, no. My maiden name is spelled funky and nobody can say it right. I, was, I can say it right. I was, But gl- I'm smart. Well, you, I mean, most people. Most smart people. Can. Most most people hear it, they can say it, but when they read it, they add letters and take away letters. Well, let's talk about the icon. Okay, yeah. How much faith do you put in an icon? Um, I I I look at it as a backup. That's how. That's what I look at it as. I'm a backup. At it right I look now. at it as those little things on my phone that well, I click. <laughs> the well, apps. it's not even available on Pivotal Weather. Yeah. Well, but uh, is JMA. It is completely different than any other model. Yeah. Well. Okay. Now. Uh, now, like, I, now by wait. 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 Hundreds of miles. Now wait. The the icon does not do sleet and freezing rain. The icon does only liquid and snow. Do they not have sleet and freezing rain in Germany? No, they do not. <laughs> it's either one or the other because the 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 ge- ge- geographically not set up that way. I can see that, and I can see a. Uh, so, but what I'm saying is, I look at it as a backup. I only I look at the other ones because they've got all the thing: the EC, the GFS, and the CMC, even the NavGem. Well, the NavGem doesn't. The RGM does, but the NavGem doesn't do frozen, which is weird. Anyway, well, if this is the case. <laughs> if it doesn't do sleet and freezing rain, it's got a an area of stronger precipitation. In southern Missouri, that could right. be sleet. Now, are you looking on pivotal? Or are you I'm looking, looking at, at tropical? Tropical tidbit. Yeah. Okay. Look at the red and, and blue lines. Yeah. I because see. right in that red and blue line, but that's that where red that, line and blue line, it's and it's way, way up, up there, way up there in right central to northern Missouri. Yeah, that's what I mean. I I don't I don't always rely on it, but the more models we have in play the better you can make a forecast. And that's why we've been waiting. Really? You think? <laughs> well, well, that's why I've been waiting for the mesos to come in The more models you have and they all say something different, it's almost like you got to flip a coin to figure out well, I know. which one to go with. But but you look at the mesos when they come into play and see, okay, what are the similarities coming in? It's like, do... Yeah. Yes, right I now agree. they're all over the place. I agree, but yeah. the past three systems, they've been all <laughs> over. All over the place, yeah. So that's why it's... Now, it, one of them gets them right every time, which is could the, be a different one every time. Well, right. The, GFS, the Canadian gets it right sometimes. The Euro... The EC's been doing pretty good. The pa- A few times this year, it's been the GFS, so... Yeah, well, they tweaked it. They tweaked they it did. earlier. They did, for sure. So, I mean... Spent a lot of money on it. But maybe the tweak... Is more winter and not severe because it kind of does winter, crap on severe. It's winter and tropical. Yeah, because it's not doing really good on severe. I mean, well, we don't know because they just did it a couple of years ago. So, right. Well, you know, really, we'll the see. severe weather season in the past couple of years haven't been all that great. It hasn't. Although I've been seeing from different sources, a couple of different sources. That the severe weather season this year may be a little bit more dramatic. They say that every year. Uh, well, they say the hurricane thing, too. But then all of a sudden, the hurricane thing just went, and it just stopped. Remember, they said, we're going to go away, and, and then it just stopped. So I, I need to do some research, because sometimes, by now, we can tell, usually, if it's going to start early or if it's going to start late. Yeah. Maybe it'll start early. Well, we're still in La Nina, If so, we get a good... Eh, Episode 
tomorrow night or you know, it'll be late though. I know. Uh, if, if we get a few spin get some ups, sleep in the afternoon. If we get a few spin ups, well, I would say that could be the start of severe weather season. Yeah. Now, I, I will say, I mean, I should have said this in the A block because you know, people are probably not even listening to this podcast. But the AFD, the Area Forecast Discussion, was saying there's going to be some bow segment, or possibly some bow right. or line segments. Absolutely. Those are the ones you got to watch because if you get those little protrusions and my other favorite word, perturbations, you could get some spin-ups. And you even said that in the first long time ago. There could be some spin-ups In this on. coming week, well, the 29th or the 28th is... Uh, February ten, doesn't have 29 days this it, year. Uh, oh, <laughs> this I know, year. but what I'm getting at is a, it's the 10-year anniversary <laughs> of the Branson tornado. Oh, oh, this is the 10-year? 20, yeah, 2012. <gasps> 2012. Oh, okay. So next week, we got to have... okay. Right, seriously, write yeah. that down. Next week, let's have like a dedication to that. Sure, I agree. To do that, I won't remember. <laughs> so you need to remember. Yeah, we'll no, remember. we will remember because it's coming up there. So. Okay, we'll remember because it'll pop up in all of our memories on that, Facebook. That, that's true. Yeah, and I'll leave that up to you. You can do your model minute because I love that segment, by the way. Uh, and uh, and we'll we'll do a little uh, commemoration. Is that it? Commemorate when you re- look back and look. Because you, you don't want to celebrate. That's not it. We're well, not celebrating. You commemorate. You, you, <laughs> commemorate. I say remembrance. We like, when, like you have a, when you have a tornado go through the heart of the city. Oh, uh, I know. You can't hope for any better results than what we got out of that tornado. It actually did. I mean, this was the best that yeah, it could happen. Right. We'll, we'll get into that next week. So, Okay, so... Write that down. We'll do that. Uh, we, we need to get out of here. Uh, keep watching our page because uh, we got uh, some severe... This week's going to be wacky. Like I said, the title of this is Wild Wacky Weather Week. So uh, there you go. So got anything else? That could have been the title for the past three weeks I of know. podcast. <laughs> wacky Weather Week 1. Wacky Weather Week 2. Okay. So, okay. You kind of done for now? And yep. Shara, you done fun facting us? I'm out. Okay. Well, I think we better wrap this thing up. <laughs> so be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website. It's going to be very vital this week to check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.